Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Arrow on Target. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Arrow on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us on Twitter at Stay, Stay on, on Target, Target Pod. Pod. Yep. Online at stayontargetpodcast.com. Usually you Why do is the other side. So? <laughs> Usually you do the, uh, the first part of the intro. I do the second part where I plug the site. So, no, uh, not, on, not on these. Not on these. Yeah, you're right. Usually you start these. Usually it's the opposite. On we've these. been gone for far too long. <laughs> far too it's long. It's been since before Christmas that we've done a, an arrow on target and flash on target. That's true. Um, in fact, this is the, the episode of Arrow on Target where we're talking about the return. Yes. Um, which it was epic, dude. Called Left Behind. Left Behind. Yes. We've been gone. We were we were gone. We were. This if you true. listen to our main podcast, you we were we will not bore you with the details again. But we were at Disney running races. Uh, John was in California running races, getting um, sweet medals. I'm going to show you on the on the for the YouTube folks. We should have done this um, on the other podcast. We should have. Oh, wait, but we, we didn't don't do, do, a do a video on the other podcast. That's awesome. So I'm going to yeah. hold these up here, exclusive yeah. for the uh, Arrow on Target. Uh, the first one uh, is the uh, Star Wars 10K marathon. Yep, that one. It's pretty awesome, and it features a stormtrooper on a field of hyperdrive lines. This, this is true. Um, so we have that one. We we have a bunch of others uh, because yeah. we did the dopey challenge, and we'll show the dopey. We'll show this is the big one. This is for doing a five k, ten k, half marathon, and marathon four days in a row, forty eight point six miles, four days in a row. Um, this through is all true. the Disney parks. Four days, four theme parks, 48.6 miles. Pretty That's insane, what it says on dude. the back. Pretty insane. Dude, awesome, dude. Yeah. Uh, so we've been busy doing that. That's why we're a week behind. Uh, but uh, hopefully... We are back. As long as Arrow is back and they don't do the whole like intermittent thing that they did last year um, around this time. Because I want to say like there was a lot of times whenever it was like, oh, there's an Arrow episode. No, there's not. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully uh, hopefully the back half of this season is just as rapid fire as the first half uh, has been. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yes. So this episode. Um, Holy cow. Well, let me, so let me just amazing. stop and say, if you for some reason have skipped episodes and are listening to us before you watch the episode, stop right now, go back, pick up where you left off. Because uh, big spoiler things happen. Big spoilery things. That being said, moving on, Oliver is still dead. Okay. Oliver's yeah. not dead. Okay. Yeah. This is my biggest problem with this episode. I'm going to start off on the negative. Okay. Usually we start off on positive. Okay. I, I've got a lot of positives to counteract your negatives. Oh, so let's start on the negative. I loved this episode. It was amazing. It was great. Except for the fact where Oliver was never dead. How was he not dead? He got stabbed through the internal organs. And pushed off of a cliff, and he landed Chris, about 150 feet down. I want to go ahead and just lay this out there for you, and say that you were right, though. Um, at the beginning, or at the uh, at the mid-season finale episode mm. of Arrow on Target, Chris mm-hmm. made the prediction mm. that he is not dead, mm. and that his friend, who is in I can't remember his name right now, because uh, he has two of them, mm-hmm. is in uh, who is who is with Raish. Saves him. Yes. And you made that prediction. I did. It came true. It did. And uh, you were right. Yeah. I had kind of thought that maybe that would have happened, but it would happen and uh, and it would be for some nefarious purpose of Raish. Like Raish, Raish wanted him to save him and like that whole situation. Yeah. Um, it's, it's also interesting that we don't actually have confirmation or denial 
of uh, the uh, oh, what's it called? The Lazarus Pit. No, the, um, I don't. Uh, basically, that other his wife. That what? What are their names? Man, I've got to find him out. Let me let me look him up. So continue talking. Okay, so like the wife of of Oliver's friend, the guy with two names, the, the guy with two names, with Raish or uh, Raz Al Ghul. I, I want to call him Raz because they only call him Raish whenever they're talking in whatever language that is yeah. on the show. At least I think only they he refers call him to Raz. Him, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should just call him Raz. Well, I, that, that I, works in my brain. I'm better. continuously calling him whatever flips up on the deck. Top, <laughs> All you right, know? it's like a random, yeah, random like, card deck. Yeah, it's like there's a 50-50 chance, maybe more like a 40-40 chance with a 20% chance. I just call him something completely stupid. Yes. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, um, his wife somehow, like he implied that what had happened was the wound had missed the vital organs or something like that, and um, he was cold enough that his body was preserved in some kind of low power state and so he yeah. could save his life and his wife who I guess is some kind of medical magician uh, can bring him back to life Yeah, or not back to life. He said back to life Yeah, but he, basically. Then he, then he applied, implied that he was never dead in the first place. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, he was so close. Uh, Yao Fei is Yao his Fei. name. I'm going to try to find her name here now. Um, scrolling down, scrolling down. Why is there so many people in this cast? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How dare you have so many people in your show? Well, he killed a lot of people in the first season. That's so. very true. There's a lot of dead bodies on this show, um, which uh, which we didn't add to the, the body count uh, yet. Um, what did you think of the new bad guy? Okay, so let's start in. Beside my complaint about the fact that he's not actually dead, um, I loved seeing um, Starling City and the and Team Arrow operating without Oliver. Uh, it was cool to see like what roles they they fulfill, what they can actually do, how they react. Um, Felicity's reaction was a little overboard. It's kind of like I understand, you know, you're all emotional and afraid everyone around you is going to get killed, but. Man, like, don't put the mission in jeopardy because of that. Like, yeah, late on, later on in the game, whenever, yeah. whenever uh, Diggle's well, on. Well, that, uh, and then her decision to, you know, like, abandon the team. Like, that's come true. on. That's yeah. so ridiculous. It does seem in character for her, but it's, it is. It, it is, is in it's character a, It's a her. massive overreaction. Um, you do have, I, I liked initially off the bat that we saw that it so easily, the show, it was interesting how easily it switched from a show about, Oliver Queen and Arrow to an ensemble show. Yeah. It was so amazing. It, it felt like it was just, you know, having fun with it. Yeah. Um, whenever you have, uh, whenever you have Diggle with the Arrow suit on, which yes. was amazing. That was amazing. Um, and, uh, and you've got Roy running around doing his thing. And then, you know, even, even later on in the show, whenever we have, uh, have, I guess at the end of the episode, you had Laurel kind of join join the the crew there. I enjoyed seeing a lot of these other sides that we haven't really yeah. investigated much uh, this season because we've been spending a lot of time with Oliver. It was yeah. nice to see him kind of set set aside. Uh, we did have like the three storylines going on, mm -hmm. so that was an interesting uh, thing that upped the pace of the show. I think mm -hmm. um, where you had uh, you know obviously Oliver trying to heal. You had the team trying to put things back together and figure out what they who they are without uh, Oliver. And then you have the flashbacks in mm -hmm. the past, which are some of the coolest flashbacks that we've had on this season to date. Oh yeah. Um, they meant a lot too, um, because now you have a real reason to care about his relationship with uh, with Yao Fei, as well as uh, Tatsu is her name, Tatsu uh, Yamashiro. Um, 
is is her name on the show. So we have reasons to care about his relationships to them now because he's hanging with them. Right. And they're in you know just integrated into this uh, Ra's al Ghul relationship that he has. Yeah. So it's like there's a lot of reasons to care about those back uh, past the flashbacks now. And I liked that. So like the pacing was really good. In fact, I, I actually kind of like was making the point that the pacing on this episode, if we go back to the pacing that we've had on some of the previous uh, episodes of the season, it will feel slower. Um, so there is that like it upped the game so much to the point, like cinematography wise and, and just the way things were being shot, it upped the game quite a bit to where I was like, this is by far one of the most intense episodes we've had ever. Well, because it, it felt like a fleshed out world, and honestly, it, f- it feels like Gotham City. Oh, yeah. Especially like in the way, uh, more in the Nolan version of Gotham City, yeah. in the way that you know, the um, villains are manipulating the government, the city officials, the police, to basically let them run their um, their own part of the city, their own section of the city. And, you know, just even the, the whole heist, you know, of the... Uh, of the, um, the files. files. Yeah. It's like you, and and the funny thing was about that was like, they scripted this thing. So you have no idea what's going on. Like, you know, you know, he's got something up his sleeve and this guy's super evil, Yeah, but it's like, you have no idea what's going on. And I love the, the twist of, uh, of the fact that he's going after these arrow related, uh, things because there's no witnesses, right? It's like they can't call him to the stand in order to testify against these people. So the evidence is literally the only thing keeping them in jail. Yeah. And so without that, they're out on the street. I also loved the thought that like, man, okay, so they've spent the last eight months putting these guys away. And then in a second, that whole entire legacy is gone. Yeah. Oliver's legacy is gone. And just that sense of despair is just, man, it's palpable, palpable. You can feel it. Yeah, dude, it was nuts. Like, and, uh, and brick as a bad guy, just the way at the end of the episode, whenever he's like monologuing there to those guys and that we're following him around with those shots. It's just so cool. Yeah. Um, such a good bad guy. Yeah, I agree. I really hope we keep him around for, uh, for quite some time. Yeah. Um, I really do. Yeah. Um, I, like I loved even like short, you know, small little pieces, you know, like whenever, uh, um, I can't. This is the thing. I watched both these episodes together, ah. and so I'm like, I'm trying to remember which. Trying to separate which. them. Um, this one, they didn't do anything with like the mayor or anything like that. This was not that episode. Right. So the uh, the gun, you know, like whenever oh, it would, like it was obviously fooled with so that it didn't shoot straight, you know, because Diggle would have nailed him right in the head. Oh yeah. Well, and even the other guy, he's like yeah. inches from him, and he gets him in the shoulder or whatever. And it's right. like, holy cow, you know. And so like you wonder, you know, where did this gun come from? What's the what's the history? He said, you know, this is my gun or this is the gun I made my first kill with. Right. I want to see that story at some yeah. point. Or maybe you don't need to. Maybe you can just imagine it. Well, maybe that's builds like the authenticity of this world is the fact that I can create this narrative with this guy in my head and it's yeah. totally okay. The thing I liked about it that made it feel real is like this is a, a street level criminal oh, like yeah. he's yeah he's super bad but he's still a street level he's not like Slade who had superpowers right and, you know had the connection to Oliver um, from the from the island it's not Malcolm Merlin who you know is like this expert archer yeah and you know has access to all these these resources like this is a a basically a crime lord yeah and I love just the fact that like this is the guy who is taking over the city yeah. in in Arrow's place and uh, and or in his absence, and you know, like it's it's really crazy to think that, like, man, this is really what your city's come to. Yeah, 
And it's interesting to me that we started with gangsters and people who were trying to run the city and people who were trying to do uh, crazy things in the uh, in what was that area of town? The 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 glades. The glades. So now to bring this full circle with an even bigger threat yeah. that it's like, this is, you know, it didn't do any good to take out all these other people. In fact, it probably did like bad things because now the, all these crazy people are out on the street and they have a grudge and like they're, you know, they're out to get you. Um, so I don't know. It's like, it's really a, an interesting play and I love it. Yeah. Um, something I didn't like this episode, uh, going back a little bit to the negative, it, while it was a necessary scene and it revealed some interesting details that I've already said that I liked, the courtroom scenes are still just painfully overdramatic. Like immediately whenever the judge is in there, it's like they're doing these dramatic glares and they're like pausing before things. It's just – it was so – unrealistic that it took me out of it. I love the camera shots. I love the way that that scene was shot with the circular camera going around Laurel and like panning in and zooming in. But you can do all of those things and still deliver the lines and still have your, your actors deliver the lines with a believability about them. Yeah. Like you look at any courtroom scene like from uh, from like The Good Wife or like from uh, Law and Order even, mm -hmm. and they just deliver those same lines really normally and right. very callously. And it's like, oh, I object, you know, you know whatever, yeah. as opposed to, I object, I'm outraged, you know, and all of this like weirdness. Yeah. Um, so that was the only downside to that scene. Again, there was a lot of cool information that you learned that scene right but i like i disagree to a certain extent in that um like what i didn't like about the courtroom scene or the whole entire courtroom episode last year mm. was not necessarily even the dialogue or the way it was delivered it was the fact that like they were they were doing things that lawyers do not do right and saying things that lawyers do not say and like it just felt so unrealistic i gotcha and far removed from reality that it was just it was laughable yes yeah. it was like a parody yeah. it was like you were parodying what lawyers do yeah um Whereas this one, it was kind of blown out of proportion, but like that's kind of how they write this show a lot of times, you that's know. True. And overreaction is kind of like you know, uh, they use it with the bad guys. They use it with you know. You think about even Fli we just talked about how Felicity overreacted, you know, like yeah. And so the, it's kind of like your emotions, like any emotion is just like wildly off the chart. <laughs> you're up and you're down, you know. That but at sort least of thing, it was yeah. short enough, and yeah. it accomplished what it needed to accomplish for sure. I, um, it'd be without being overly heavy handed. Yeah, it was, you know, the only thing that, again, I, like I said, the only thing, like the dialogue was all solid. It was exactly what people would say. It was just delivered in like a, a weird way that yeah. kind of took me out of it for a moment. I think the thing that it did do, you know, was it gave, gives, um, Laurel some, some ground to stand on. Like you yeah. actually see her in her element. Oh yeah. Ra like rather than just like we see her all the time trying to train to be a fighter and, yeah. and screwing up when she's fighting like she did in this one, you know, it's yeah, just yeah. kind of like, I, it just doesn't do anything for her character. You know, like it, mm. it makes you just be like, well, she is just an idiot all the time. She's yeah. supposed to be this lawyer and then you actually see her be a lawyer and it's like, okay. Yeah. Just, you, you know. And in this episode, like I want to say there was no point in this episode where I, I didn't like Laurel. Um, which is which is honestly probably the first episode that that's happened where it's like there is not a I mean she was done well enough and she like has come to this point in this emotional point where it's like everything she says is spot on to me uh, on this episode yeah because she was one of the ones that kind of stood up and was like no Oliver came back from the death dead the first time yeah he's gonna come back again you know it's like this is the voice of reason to these people who yeah. are just kind of falling apart right um so I mean like that that I loved I loved Laurel being that role and being this this stability to step in there 
um, at the end of the episode and be like, I'm going to take this, you know, yeah. it's like, I'm going to do this on, you know, with, without Oliver. Even so. though she didn't know how to do it. Right. Right. Even though it's like this first thing was just like, you know, hit him with the bow staff or whatever. And then that's the end <laughs> of the scene. Yeah. It's like, that still means something, you yeah. know, it still does something for, uh, for her, um, and her character in my mind. Like it just, right. it, at least her intending the right things and, and, uh, and having the right mentality right. finally. Right. Um, it's coming back around to where I actually kind of like her. Yeah. Um, so let me see what else I have. Oh man, the music of this episode was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It was so good, dude. Um, whenever he, whenever Oliver goes into the, uh, in the flashback sequences, whenever they break the window and he kind of goes into this, uh, this place to steal something, mm -hmm. that soundtrack there just, I, I just got chills. Yeah. So I, it was man. like, it was like, it was very Nolan-esque. It had these like yeah. really like low, just kind of like, horn blares you know it's just like man this is super cool subtle like little little beats with like you know mm -hmm. just random stuff here and there interspersed mm -hmm. it was crazy um what do you think that thea put it together that roy is uh hanging with the era what do you think about that okay so i i i think it's pretty natural like she's not an idiot and yeah. like you know she's figured out a lot of things i think it's still so, so stupid that she hasn't figured out that oliver is the era do you think that she hasn't though do you do you really think that at this point like uh, she hasn't fit, like doesn't at least suspect that that's possible. She might suspect it. I don't know. Um, but like, I don't know. It's really dumb. Is this the episode where uh, uh, Malcolm told her to go mm -mm. to leave? No, this that's next episode. No, that's next episode. Right, I'll see something later. Yeah. Um, is this the one where someone? <laughs> <laughs> is this the one where? Is this the one where? <laughs> oh man. Um, so the the Laurel and Diggle scene at the end. Um, of this episode yeah. where, where, uh, she, again, this is another moment where Laurel sh shown in this episode. Um, and, and it was actually, you know, where Diggle's kind of like falling apart a little bit and, uh, and she kind of, you know, p helps him, helps him a little bit. She just kind of listens and then hugs him, you know, at the end. And I was like, man, Laurel's just on fire this episode. So, yeah. Um, I did want to say this, there were a few shots in the warehouse fight that were just Spot on. Oh man! And like even whenever like it's this heist thing where they run the you know they bring up the uh, the truck uh -huh. and then the uh, the camera comes in low and yeah. pans and follows them in, which is a very Nolan esque kind of shot. Yeah. Uh, we're following someone into the action with a handheld. Yeah. Um, and then they're going from shelf to shelf, and there's different scenes, and it's just it was very cinematic. Well, think and about it's just Roy oh. whenever he's running through that like oh pipe thing. I got chills comes, there. And then he comes out and jumps up and like ends up on the top of it. Yeah, he Th smashes this dude in the face, ends up on top of it, jumps down, shoots an arrow at that guy, yeah. and then fall like jumps to the floor. And it's Super like, cool scene. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. props to the stuntmen who were pulling that off. It yeah. was amazing. Oh dude. And, and the director for like kind of putting that together. Yeah. Um, that whole scene and then, then, uh, Diggle kind of slides underneath that, the truck and with all the bullet fire going, yeah. that was amazing. Yeah. Honestly, like it just felt like the, the production value and, um, everything was just kind of heightened on this episode and it the was. next episode. Like, and I don't know why. Like, is this like the new norm? I hope so. You would hope so. Uh, I do know why this episode was was so as as big as it was, or as intense as it was. And uh, it was Stephen Amell uh, posted on his Facebook, um, and he said this. It's a rather long post, um, but I think it deserves being read most of the way through here. And he says, "Hey, Facebook, my good buddy, and our fearless director has a message for everyone, and I happily agreed to be his platform. So here you go, dear Arrow fans. First of all, I would like to thank." 
thank Stephen uh, for giving me space on his Facebook page to reach so many of you. I'm pleased with the response to Left Behind. Sadly, it will be the last one I direct this season, and I am so proud of that episode and appreciative of the fine job the Arrow writing team did with the script as always. The cast, as always, uh, or as usual, was exceptional, and even though this was an Oliver Light episode, his, and his absence was surely felt, really, Stephen, everyone hit it out of the park. I would like to share something with you. We had a day on the show that was up there with my most challenging ever. It was about, uh, or it was the day we shot the Diggle Arsenal shootout with Brick and his men. That was the day that on paper was not makeable. Not only did I want to make it, but I wanted it to be epic and amazing. It was a day that needed to be scheduled like clockwork with the assistant directors, camera, lighting, grips, and an art department, stunts and special effects working in complete harmony for 14 hours, at which point producers would pull the plug on me. Uh, it, it all needed to be efficient, safe, and visually dynamic. We did it. And the magic ingredient that made it happen was simple, passion. Everyone on the Arrow cast and crew has such passion, it makes me misty just thinking about them when I'm not there. Uh, they are all as heroic as Oliver Queen. This is a hard show. They spend 12 to 16 hours a day away from their families, working their butts off in all kinds of weather and conditions because they care. They are true artists, and I could not be more thankful to all of them. On a hard, uh, long, hard day in October, they gave me everything we, they had. We got it done. One of the most amazing action sequences I've ever been a part of. And there you go. So he says, uh, these guys, he names some names here, and he says, these guys and many others make Arrow happen for you every week. Thank you all for watching and being so passionate yourselves. It makes it all worth it. Glenn Winter. That's awesome. Why awesome. is he not directing the rest? I don't know. I mean, maybe he has some other gig. Maybe That's he's uh, maybe he's doing something else. Maybe he's moving on to other things. Maybe he'll be returning next season. Who knows? There's all sorts of factors. But definitely this episode, um, because it's kind of his swan song for the season, yeah. I mean, he nailed it. Um, in October, I don't know that they knew that they were picked up for season four. Mm -hmm. So it potentially could have been, if they hadn't gotten picked up, his last uh, episode ever. And so, you know, at the moment where they, they filmed this and they actually did all this, um, he you know, it could have been the last episode. So, I mean, that could have been running through his mind as well. You yeah. know, it's, it's all of those things. So, yeah. And with that being said too, though, like the next episode, which we'll talk about in the next episode of our of arrow on target, yeah, like, yeah. still had like the, I feel like the, the production value was still heightened. Oh yeah, it definitely was. And I definitely think that like, I, my note was that basically I feel like they've upped the game for the back half of the season. Like yeah. we're, we're, we are now on the downhill towards whatever we've got going on. Cause we've right. got, we've got two of the most intense bad guys that we've ever seen on this show before. Mm -hmm. Um, while Slade was pretty bad, he still had kind kind of this, you know, uh, air about him where he wasn't going to hurt Oliver. He wasn't going to hurt somebody. Right. Or he, there were people that he wasn't going to, to go after. Right. But like brick, who knows what that guy's going to do. Right. And then, uh, with, with Raish, who knows what that guy's going to do whenever he finds out that Oliver isn't dead. You know, you just don't know. We will find out what, that Oliver isn't dead and finds out that Malcolm Merlin you know, oh, yeah. is unprotected now. Well, he knows he's unprotected. He's right. going to come after him. I mean, that's happening for sure. So yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, that, that about covers it for this episode. I do have some quotes. Do you want the quotes? Quotes. All right. Here come the quotes. Uh, Diggle says, I'm more of a Glock kind of guy. And then Roy says, I didn't say anything after he shoots the arrow or whatever mm, yes. and misses a few times. Yes. Yeah, it was funny. Anyway, uh, then we have, uh, this was an interesting reference from uh, Ray Palmer who says, clowns always freaked me out as a kid. And I was thinking, Joker? This, mm. is, this is like, you know, slipping in these like clown things. It's That's like, interesting. You, you don't just do that in the DC universe and not think about the That's Joker. That's true. Anyway, um, 
and like you said, this episode felt very Gotham-esque where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, Brick could be like you slide the, you know, something like the Joker or some, some other Batman villain in there. It's like he's just as vicious. Oh, so. yeah. Um, we have, uh, we have to Thea. I wouldn't rec- recommend texting in a real fight from, uh, from Malcolm. Yeah. Um, and then we have Oliver's been dead before. He'll be back again. That full quote. I think I have that full quote right down here. Um, here we go here. And th- this, I'll wrap up on these, uh, these two. Um, we have Diggle who says, it's funny. He was worried something would happen to me whenever he went and uh, was his bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, then, even a few episodes ago, he was saying, you "Oh know, yeah, don't go out and fight with us. You have family now." Blah yeah. blah blah, all that stupid stuff. Yeah, dude, for sure. Um, and then we have the best line uh, in my mind. Um, well, there was there was this one: nine months to put him away, nine minutes to let him out. But then we have this: isn't the first time that I've heard Oliver was dead. He's been back before. He'll be back again. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Dude, such a such a great episode. Hoods up, hoods down. Hoods up, for sure. Hoods up. I don't think we've had a hoods down episode this season. Nope. There's really only the one in my mind. It's just that that like one. The courtroom. Yeah, the courtroom one last season. Yeah. Uh, so you can find us online at stamtarkerpodcast.com. Um, we uh, will have another uh, uh, episode posting at the same time as this. Um, for Midnight City or something like that. I don't remember what it's called. Okay. The, the next episode. Uh, you can find us uh, on Twitter at ChrisWright250. And JohnWright777. Make sure if you follow Flash on Target that, uh, or follow The Flash, that you listen to our Flash on Target podcast. Absolutely. We talk about that show as well. Yeah. That's it for this week. This time. We'll see you next time on Arrow on Target. Target.